I'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. Uh, I appreciate being here and I appreciate Sunday school this morning. Uh, God's sure been good to us and I uh, appreciate everybody's uh, help and prayers and a lot of you came down and especially the youth group on Wednesday night when we were in revival uh, down at uh, Cherry Valley down in Hamilton, Ohio and uh, had a great revival uh, with Mike Rains and uh, Matt Kloppenstein's a pastor and Brother Mike and I was evangelist. Anyway, we had a good time. The Lord was real good to us, but it's good to be home this morning. And uh, I want to read a uh, bit of scripture uh, out of the sixth chapter of the book of Micah in the Old Testament. And uh, uh, starts this way. Shall I count them pure with the wicked balances? It's God saying, I'm not going to change my rules. I, I have it uh, set just like I want it. The truth is the truth, and nothing will change that. And so he said, Shall I count them pure with the wicked balances and with the bag of deceitful waste? For the rich men thereof are full of violence, and the inhabitants thereof have spoken lies, and their tongue is deceitful in their mouth. Now, two words in this 13th verse I want you to hold on to. Therefore will I make thee sick, that's one of them, in smiting thee, and in making thee desolate because of thy sins. And so we talk about being sin sick. If we don't have Jesus Christ in our soul, we're sin sick. I've had some ailments in life, and some of them have been pretty serious, but nothing compares to the ailment I had when I was lost without God, when I was sin sick, and uh, it takes God uh, to cure us of that. Let's all stand for just a moment. Let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to be here this morning. Uh, thank you for your blessings, Lord, and thank you for Sunday school. Uh, thank you for each one that's come in to be with us in service this morning. Thank you for each visitor. Thank you for each one that's watching on the live stream. God, we pray for uh, those uh, that's not able to be here this morning. And, and God, we have many that are in service other places. And uh, pray for them. Pray, we pray for the services our God. And we just ask you to bless this service and our sister churches also. Help us, God, uh, to just uh, move in the center of your will. Bless us with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray, and amen. You may be seated. We turn the service over to the choir director and choir. Page 28.
sure good to be in the Lord's house this morning, and I really appreciate that good choir singing. Again, appreciate everybody cheering, especially every visitor uh, that's here and uh, those watching and listening on the live stream. I've had uh, a lot of people lately, lately tell me that wasn't able to come, even people from out of the area. So we just thank God uh, that your church has a live stream we can listen to. So I appreciate that myself. And the fellows that works on that, thank the Lord. Uh, let's all stand for just a minute. And uh, everybody with unspoken requests, amen. Hands all over the house. And, uh, if you have a prayer request on your heart you'd like to make known, uh, please do that. Say whatever's on your heart. Feel like testifying, testify. Just do anything God gives you. people has been sick and God's brought back and we just thrilled to see you this morning and uh, let me make some prayer requests this way uh, uh, if I understand right uh, Brother Cooper's got a preaching appointment at uh, Sulphur Springs Baptist Church uh, down in Kentucky and, uh, pray for him down there and uh, Brother Donnie Smith's uh, preaching for him up at Continental this morning, uh, Billy Ray texted me this morning said he and Linda were going to go up there and uh, support Brother Donnie and go to Continental this morning, and uh, well, we appreciate that. So uh, remember that. And uh, as a special uh, surprise, uh, Pastor's Appreciation Service down at uh, uh, where Trey's the pastor uh, down in Jellico at Crouch's Creek, and so uh, they called Blaine Becky up and invited them down there. So they went down there to help surprise Trey. So remember that. And. Uh, Let's pray for this service this morning. Uh, we'd sure like to see somebody get saved here this morning. And uh, we'd like to see some people, if, if there's some that needs to get closer to the Lord or rededicate their life to the Lord, we'd like to see that happen too. And God can handle all of it. It's not hard for God. We just need to obey the Lord. And uh, anybody else have any requests? Amen. The song that we sang, it says Jesus 
Yeah. Yeah. He heard me talk to other people there about God and God's love. Yeah. And he didn't know how I could be so sure. And he was 70 something years old and never felt the Lord talk to him. And what I told him was that God spoke to me when I was nine years old. And God still speaks to me. Yeah. And still answers my prayers. And I'm so thankful for my relationship with God. If you're not sure today, if you don't know how we yeah. can be so sure, you need to seek it out. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. Amen to that. Someone else. Okay. All right. Really, really remember that. Pray for my Aunt Joyce, Joyce Money Esmond. She's in a nursing home right now. I was able to visit her this past Monday, and we had a real good visit. Uh, uh, I think she's coming along pretty good. Uh, she's in the Spring Brook Manor out on Spring Street, and uh, uh, so really pray for her. Daisy Clemens is out there too. She's right across the hall from her. Pray for her too. Right. Amen. Amen. Remember that in case you couldn't hear that. Uh, pray for the Spencer family. Sue Spencer passed on. Uh, her son Chuck Spencer, he comes here sometimes. And Sue used to come. Uh, she's a member here. And uh, she passed on. Her, her funeral's going to be Friday at uh, Childs and Son at 11 o'clock. And uh, they've asked me to. Well, that's going to be Saturday, not Friday. Think it's Friday. It'll be Friday or Saturday. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that'll that'll get your attention. Now you'll know to check on it. Okay. All right. Uh, but remember that family. Remember we're gonna preach that funeral. And uh, anybody else? Lord in prayer, we're going to ask uh, Brother Mike Kester, please.
Amen. Appreciate that. Uh, just keep praying. Everybody just follow and obey the Lord. Uh, who'd have a song on your heart this morning? Let's pray. Really pray. since I sang this song or that God even gave it to me but um, Friday night at the revival the Lord gave me the song to sing and so um, all morning this morning it's just been ringing in my heart and so listen to the words of it my life was so deep in sin I had no hope or peace within. They said Jesus died for me. I said, how can this be? He died so long ago. Then one day to my heart he came. I bowed down on my knees in I cried, Jesus, please save me. Yeah. He gave me life eternally. So I praise his holy name. A reason to believe that Jesus lived and died for me. He gave his life on Calvary so you and I could be set free. And now I really know he's living deep down in my soul. I want the whole wide world to know if you need a reason to believe, just see what Jesus did for me. Now you may wonder, is it really true? Could this Jesus be real to you? All the miracles he's done is he really God's own son? And does it matter today? Well, he still opens blinded eyes. I know it's true, he opened mine. Through eyes of faith I now can see all that Jesus did for me. So I praise his holy name. A reason to believe that Jesus lived and died for me. He gave his life on Calvary so you and I could be set free. And now I really know yeah. he's living deep down in my soul. Yeah. 
I want the whole wide world to know if you need a reason to believe just see what Jesus did for me I sure thank the Lord for that good song. Amen. Thank the Lord is true. Anyone else feel like singing? Got a song on your heart this morning. Follow it. Mind the Lord. Anybody? I don't have a song, so rest easy. Uh, a year ago today, the light in my life went out. And I just want to thank everybody in the church for their support and their love, which has helped me keep my faith. I was angry at God. I questioned him. And all that time, God still loved me. And I've come to the realization that I really need to thank God. Yeah. He said, come all of you who are weary, yeah. and I will give you rest. Uh, Tina went through a lot. She was weary. She has rest with God. Yeah. And I thank him for the many years we had and everything that came out of it, including my being saved. Yeah. And he lets me know that she's there in different ways. Uh, I was in Columbus a couple weeks ago, and I stopped at a red light. And if you've ever stopped at a red light in Columbus, you know you have time to pray, um, read a chapter of the Bible, or even write a small novel. And I started praying to God, thanking him for bringing Tina and I together. It was a chance thing. She was 15 years younger than me, and what she saw in me to this day, I don't know. But as I'm sitting there thanking him, this huge semi pulls up beside me, bright white, and it says, you've chosen the best. And underneath it, it said McCoy. Oh, wow. And that's her maiden name. And I said, thank you, God. Thank you. So today I got up and the first thing I did was say a prayer. And I thank God for her. Amen. And then I read my Bible readings that I do every day. And the Bible reading is, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. So God is with us all the time, and he never loses faith in us, even when we sometimes question ours. So thank you. singing 
gave them peace within. The Master gave this promise, the Spirit will descend, and from your inner being, a river with no end. There is a river that flows from deep within. There is a fountain that frees the soul from sin. Come to these waters, there is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. There came a thirsty woman who was drawing from a well. Her life was ruined and wasted. Her soul was bound for hell. But then she met the master who told of her great sin. And if you'll drink this water, you'll never thirst again. There is a river that flows from God above. There is a fountain that's filled with his great love. Come to the water, there is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. Come to this water, there is a vast supply. There is a river that never shall run dry. Glad I got a drink of that water. Pray for him as he comes.
John tells of a city that he saw coming down where no pain or death will be known and someday we can go there through God's marvelous grace forever live in that heavenly home I can almost see the lights of that city I can see them gathering all around that great white throne through faith in my Savior and his wonderful love. Well, I can almost see the lights of Sometimes I am burdened and my cross seems hard to bear and old Satan he tries to dim my view but I just look up to Jesus he is standing close by and once again his great light shines through I can almost see the lights of that city I can see them gathering all around that great white throne through faith in my Savior and his wonderful love. Well, I can almost see the lights of Good singing. Appreciate it. I appreciate everybody singing. Thank the Lord for you. Anybody else got one? If not, won't you pray very earnestly if you'd like to turn with me to Scripture uh, to the book of Revelations. We look to chapter 15, if you would. Give you a minute to turn there. 
going to read uh, a few verses, not the whole chapter, but a few verses. I want to read verse 1. And I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up of the wrath of God. And go down to verse 5. And after that I looked, and behold, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was opened. And the seven angels came out of the temple having the seven plagues clothed in pure and white linen and having their breasts girded with golden girdles. Then I want to read the eighth verse. And the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple until the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. And then I'd like to look back a little farther in the scripture. I'd like to look back to verse 21 in Revelation, if you'd like to read with me there. Pray real hard. I'd like to start reading at verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the Lamb's wife. And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God in her light was like a stone most precious, even like a jasper stone, clear as crystal. So that's enough reading. And so I uh, want to preach about uh, uh, doing away with sin sickness. You know, I read that scripture to you in opening earlier about uh, being sin sick. And when I was lost and without God, I was sin sick. How bad a sickness is it? Well, it's so bad that you're already dead. Now, you know, wait a minute, preacher. Uh, how can you be so sick that you're dead? Uh, spiritually, that's the case. When you have sin in your soul, you're already dead in trespasses and in sin. And so uh, when the scripture talks about uh, the plagues here, uh, it's talking about uh, the effect of sin in our life. Uh, but I praise God there's a way uh, to put that sin out of there, uh, to do away with it and be finished forever. And just to uh, give you a, a point in the direction of what I want to preach today, what's on my heart, when I got saved, uh, that's what happened. Uh, the plagues of sin were in my soul. Uh, how bad a plague is it? It's so bad a plague that if I'd stayed sick and sin like that, that that plague uh, would have gone with me all the way to hell. Uh, hell would never uh, got over with. Uh, my problems would have never got solved. Uh, I would have been uh, eternally in a place called hell. And, you know, we use the term, and I'm not criticizing, I've said it too, talking about spending hell. That's not really the right way uh, to say it because you can't spend something that never runs out. Uh, hell is eternal, and so. But anyway, uh, that's what happened. I, I got rid of the sin plague that was in my soul. How did I do it? Uh, well, I trusted Jesus, and uh, God did it uh, through the shed blood of the Lamb. And so, when He talks about here in chapter 15, uh, I saw another sign in heaven, great and marvelous, seven angels, and that seven uh, represents the completeness of the thing. That's all together having the seven last plagues, for in them is filled up for the wrath of God. And so uh, these plagues that uh, the scripture's talking about here, and now down in verse 5 where I read, it said, I looked and behold, uh, the temple of the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven was open. 
Uh, boy, I'm glad, Brother Ronnie, that when I was just a 12-year-old boy that the church moved in power and the temple of the tabernacle in heaven was open. Well, uh, what was open? Uh, uh, well, the door. Uh, what's the door? Uh, Jesus said, I'm the door. Uh, and so when the church moved in power, uh, uh, Jesus opened the door and uh, through the Holy Ghost. And when he's talking about here in this verse 5, said, when I looked and behold, the temple of the tabernacle in heaven was open and the seven angels came out of the temple having the seven plagues clothed with pure and white linen, having their breasts girded with golden girdles. Uh, I'm telling you what, when the church moves in power, there's nothing else like it. And uh, this is a very uh, figurative speaking here and uh, just explains it. Uh, just just in uh, so many symbolic ways, but it's real and true, and it's absolutely the Word of God. And he said down here, and the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God and from his power, and no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven uh, plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. So here's what I get, and, and think about this. Uh, when I was a lost boy, or you were, or maybe somebody here still is, when, when the Lord moved and the Holy Ghost reached me, and, and God spoke to my heart, and when the temple of the tabernacle uh, uh, in heaven was open, when, uh, well, how, let me get it just right, uh, the tabernacle of the testimony in heaven, Heaven was open. When that was open, that was through the power of the Holy Ghost. Now, the door was open, uh, but uh, was I able to go in? Something had to happen in order for me to go through the door. And when he's talking about down here, uh, Jeremy, and he said the temple was filled with smoke from the glory of God. I'm telling you what, what made the smoke? I want you to know, it was a fire in the Holy Ghost. Uh, that's what made the smoke. Uh, oh, well, uh, I think about it. Uh, nobody uh, could come in until the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled, were fulfilled. If I can say it right, listen to me today. Now, fulfilled means finished. I had to have sin burn out of my life uh, when uh, God... Uh, Use the fire and the Holy Ghost, Brother Roy, and he burnt sin out of my life. Uh, when the sin was burned out of there, uh, that's when the seven last plagues was done away with Jay. Uh, uh, that's never come back in there anymore. Uh, well, why not, preacher? Uh, because when God... Uh, took care of it. Uh, he took care of it forever. Uh, and when the blood of the lamb was put in there, uh, that's an eternal fix. Uh, you know, uh, I like it. Uh, if I've got something wrong with me, uh, uh, some ailment physically speaking, Brother Dave, and I go to the doctor, and now I don't know if this has ever happened, but I'd like to go to the doctor and say, okay, I know exactly what's wrong with you. i got exactly the medicine you need. I'm going to give you a pill, and I guarantee you'll be okay tomorrow. Never have had that happen, but that sounds pretty good, don't it? Uh, I'd like to have that happen. But one time, I did have an illness, a, a plague uh, that I'm preaching about in my soul, Billy. And when I come to Jesus, uh, he said, I know what's wrong with you. I've got the cure for you. And it won't take till tomorrow for you to get well. It's right now, uh, Brother Roy. Right now, he's a right now God, uh, Brother Kenny. That's the kind of God that I've got. And so uh, that's uh, the way that it worked. When I come uh, down here, uh, when the door was open to the temple, uh, and when the temple was filled with the smoke from the glory of God, from his power, no man was able to enter into the temple till the seven plagues of the seven angels were fulfilled. You can't take sin in the family of God with you. It just won't work. You've got to be willing. How do you get rid of it? Well, you don't clean yourself up. You can't. That's not the way it works. You've got to trust Jesus. And when he washes your soul, makes you white in the blood of the Lamb. Brother Don, the plagues are taken care of. Well, now, let me go back over to the 21st chapter where I read a while ago. 
kind of tying it right together with the same thing. Oh, let me get this verse 5 down here in the 21st chapter. He said, uh, listen to this. He said, and he that sat on the throne said, behold, I make all things new. And he said unto me, right, for these words are true and faithful. I'm telling you what, he'll make you brand new. And that's over in Second uh, Corinthians uh, chapter 5 and verse 17. He talks about if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, I mean see it. Behold, all things are become new. That's what happens when the plagues are gone. That's the difference in being dead in sin, being alive in Christ. Boy, praise God. Uh, you can have eternal life. Well, I'm down here where I read to you. I talked about this down here in verse 9. And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, talked with me hither and saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Now, uh, going back to that, uh, same comparison. When I came down to the door of the temple, and it was open, uh, but it was filled with smoke, and the plagues had to be done away with before I could come in the temple. Well, what this is saying here, he said, uh, listen to this. When he said, uh, come hither, I'll show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Well, when I was in sin, and the gospel reached out to me, and, you know, I'd always admired the church from a natural standpoint, but I didn't understand what she was very much. Uh, but when the gospel reached me, God said, if you want to be part of her, if you want to really be acquainted with her, if you want to really know her, uh, come with me. Follow the Holy Spirit. And so when he said down here, uh, he said, oh, praise God, I like this. Come hither. I'll show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Well, that's the church, folks. And he carried me away in the spirit. If you want to see the church, you've got to be lifted up in the spirit. He carried me away in the spirit uh, to a great high mountain. And he showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God. Now, I preach this a lot. You all probably know it anyway, but let me make a point of it again. Uh, some people are a little mixed up on that, a little confused. Uh, they, they see that holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down. They think it's going to happen after a while sometime. I've had people ask me, so what do you think it'll look like uh, when uh, God brings down that holy city, New Jerusalem? I said, I already know what it looks like. I already know what it feels like. I said, well, how in the world can you know it? I said, what happened when I got saved? When I got saved, I got acquainted with the church. I saw her for what she really was. I knew she was nice, but boy, I really got acquainted with her on that day when I trusted Jesus. And so they said this. Let me go over it again. I like this. This descending out of heaven from God. And here's what it's like. Verse 11, having the glory of God and her light was like unto a stone most precious, even like unto a jasper stone, clear as crystal. Now, let's go on over into the 22nd chapter of Revelation. I didn't know if I'd need this, but it's, and this is the way God's leading me. Come right on my heart. Now, over here in the 22nd chapter of Revelation, verse 16, this is Jesus talking. And Jesus said, now here in verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and offspring of David and the bright and the morning star. Now, uh, let me stop and make a point here. You remember a few weeks ago, you've read it, I'm sure, anyway, back in the first chapter here uh, in the revelation of Jesus Christ as he gave it to John back here and he gave him these messages uh, to give. Now, he's telling what all seven of the churches in Asia, the message he wants them to have. Well, and that was not just to them, but it was to us. And then in the last chapter of Revelation here, uh, Jesus said, I've sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the church. I am the root, that's the beginning. And I am the offspring, that's the uh, ending of it. He's the first and the last. He said, and I'm the bright and the morning star. 
Now, he said, the spirit and the bride say, come. Now, listen, this is summing up the whole message of the book of Revelation that we started out with in chapter 1 uh, here where Jesus was uh, giving this message to John. This is summing up. This actually sums up the message in the whole Bible. People need to get saved. That's what this is about. If, if you want to understand Revelations, pray and read it carefully. Take your time. But think about it as you go through it. Uh, the main message in the book of Revelation is uh, trust Jesus and get saved. It's about salvation. And he sums it up here. And so the Spirit, verse 17, and the Spirit and the bride say, come. Uh, God blesses us to have that happen here. I believe it's happening this morning. It happens real regular, not because we're such good folks, but because we humble our heart and follow God. And God is so good, and he's so powerful, he's so able. When conviction goes out, that's the Spirit and the bride saying, come. That's like Brother Vince was talking about. The Lord said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. That's the same message here in the last chapter of Revelation. And the Spirit and the bride say, come. And listen at this. Let me take my time here. And, and let him that heareth say, come. Well, who is it that hears? Uh, that's us that's been saved by God's grace. We hear the message of God. We need to be saying, come. Well, let me illustrate it this way. When he said the Spirit and the bride say, come, that's collective. That's the whole body of the church. Uh, when the Spirit and the bride says, come, that's when God's moving through the whole family of God. But now, this next phrase, when it said, and let him that heareth say, come, you need to be doing what God would have you to do. If you've been saved, this is individually. Uh, we need to be saying, come. Well, preacher, I'm not a preacher, uh, and I, I don't know the Bible too good. How can I say come? When you humble your heart and move in the Spirit, you're saying come. When you live for Jesus, you're saying come. When you pray, you're saying come. That's the part of the message. That's the way God moves. And so just keep praying. And so listen. And the spirit and bride say, come, let him that hears say, come. Let him that is a thirst. Who's that? That's where I was when I was 12 years old. I was thirsty. Let him that is a thirst come. And whosoever will, uh, doesn't matter who you are, where you've been, what you've done, whosoever will, let him come take the water of life freely. He's paid for it already. You've got it for free. All you have to do is come and believe and repent. Now, get this part down here. He said, for I test, verse, verse 18. For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book. Listen to this. If any man uh, shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And let me go on and read this next verse. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Well, uh, go with me real careful and, and listen real close. Uh, this is not real complicated, but I want you to get what he's saying here. He said, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plague. What's that talking about? If you want to get saved, you've got to do it just like God said. You can't add anything uh, to the message of the gospel and, and I tried that that wasn't the thoughts that was in my mind but as I look back at it I see that's what I was doing when God called me and I needed to come and get saved instead of me just turning it all over to God and repenting and believing I, I tried to help him I tried to add a little something I said oh God if you'll just save me I'll be a good Christian I'll live for you all the days of my life I'll do everything you want me to I was promising God this and that that's not part of the process uh, You've got to be willing to follow God, but my promise in God wasn't helping me get saved. What I need to do, I finally came, uh, I came down to a point, and I said, I've, I've tried everything, I've promised everything. Nothing's worked. That's because I was trying to put my two cents worth in it. When I came down to a point, and I said, but God, I've done all I can. 
It's useless. I can't do anything. Lord, if you don't save me, I'm a goner. That's when he saved me. And so here's my point. If any man adds to the words of the book of this prophecy, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. Sin is the plague problem. If you try to add something to it and you won't come God's way, you've still got sin in your life. The plagues are still hanging over you and will be with you all the way to hell. You've got to come God's way. And so you can't add anything to it. Well, what about this next part, preacher? Boy, I've had folks uh, come and kind of challenge what I believe. You know, I believe, and, and I believe it because it's in the Bible. Once you get saved, you can't get lost. You've got eternal life. I've had a couple of people say, now, preacher, it says down here, if you take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God will take away your part out of the book of life. How are you going to explain that? I said, just like the Bible says it. When Jesus Christ died on the cross and rose from the dead, he gave everybody a part in the book of life. Everybody a part in the book of life. But before I got saved, my name was not written in my part. If you're not saved, your name's not written in your part. If you don't get saved, your part will get taken away because you didn't get your name wrote down in it. So if you, if you leave off something, when it says down here, if any man takes away from the words of the book of this prophecy, what's that mean? That means if you try to leave off uh, believing in Christ, if you try to leave off repenting, well, what could I be doing to try to leave off that? There's thousands of people that's trying to leave that out and, and basing uh, their hope on going to church regular. There's lots of people that's trying to be religious to go to heaven. Religion won't take you to heaven. It's salvation by grace. Through faith, let's stand and get a song. Well, I would today. I would today if somebody would get the plagues burned out of their life by the fire and the Holy Ghost and you could come in through the door and you could see what the church is really like. And listen, if you're here today and didn't preach much to us that are saved, I've been preaching a lot to the saved. A lot of my messages have been to the church lately. But I did preach this. If you're one that hears, you need to be saying come. If you're here and you're saved and you haven't been living and doing and being what you need to be for your life to invite somebody else into the family of God, I'd like to invite you to come and pray. But especially today, if you're lost without God, let me, let me be real honest and real plain. This is real simple. If you don't get saved, when you die, you'll go to hell. If God's calling you and stirring your heart. If you've just felt this morning, yeah, I want that. I'd like to get saved. I'd like for those plagues to be gone. Come and pray. While we sing this morning, sing when you're ready. Please come. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord. Well, I believe if some needs to come this morning, come. We're not here to pick on you. Not here to embarrass you. Heaven forbid. We're just here to pray for you and encourage you to get saved. I can't save you. These folks can't. But we don't have to. God does. He's the one that does the saving. He just wants us to tell you about it. Point it out to you. But God does the saving. Will you come let him save you this morning? Will you come let God burn the sin out of your life? Burn the plagues out of your life? Get them fulfilled. Get them finished. Get them done. The plagues that afflicted my soul... 
are done away with. They're gone. Thrown away. God put them out of there forever. I'll never have to have them in there anymore because God fixed it forever. I've got eternal life. Please come. Please come. Boy, I'll tell you, if God's calling you, please come. I'm going to walk down here a little closer. When I was a lost boy and God was calling, Satan would tell me that aisle is so long you just can't get up there. Well, I'll tell you what, when God's calling you, you can come. But maybe me walking down here, maybe that'll make it look a little shorter. Come down here and join me and let's go to the altar and pray. I'd like to pray with you. This church would like to pray with you. God would like for you to pray and talk to him this morning. The Bible said, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. When is that? Well, that's when you're alive and got time and opportunity and God's letting you know you're lost. Do you realize you're a sinner this morning? I realized I was a sinner before I began to seek the Lord. You gotta know you're lost in order to seek the Lord to get saved. Now, doesn't mean you're a real bad person. All of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Jesus died to take away that sin. He's got power today. Would you come and pray? Just step out from wherever it's at and come down and let's pray together. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. God's calling. Well, preacher, how do you know he's calling? I can feel it. I can feel it when he calls. The church can feel it. I'm not by myself. When I said I can feel it, he's calling. There's people through the house nod their heads. Yeah, amen. I'm glad God lets the church know when he's working. And he's working this morning. Please, everybody here, do what God says. Even if God wants you to give somebody a hug, the first time I went to the altar, Rodney Mason come and hug me and said, do you need to go pray? And I, I did, and I said, yeah. And he went with me. Obey the Lord. Whatever your need is, do it. Whatever your spiritual impression is, do it. Obey the Lord. Come this morning. Please come. Please come this morning. Amen. Thank the Lord. Please come. Keep singing. Or just bow here. Praise God. Glad you come. We're praying for you. Hey, some others coming around to pray with us. Thank God. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate God moving. I appreciate God calling. I appreciate people answering the call of God. Thank God. Thank God there are still people that will answer the call of God. Praise the Lord.
Say my end. What's happened this morning? Uh, I'm not good talking in front of, of adults. Sorry, I teach kids, but I, for some reason, talking in front of all you guys makes me right. very nervous. Sure, me too. Um, I asked God to save me today. Um, my grandkids have already been saved down in Kentucky. Yeah. At a missionary Baptist church. Amen. Um, I just wanted to make sure that yeah. I went where they are going and yeah. where my my dad and my mom and my grandparents have went. You sure now, aren't you? <laughs> hey, man. Praise the Lord. Let's give her some applause. Thank the good Lord. Would you feel like you'd like to join this church and be baptized? Yeah. Okay. That's all right. Could I hear a move? We receive a candidate for baptism. Uh, motions and seconds. Just raise your hand. Amen. Thank the Lord, and we'll talk more about when to do that, and we'll figure it out where it works for you. And there's some more needs to get baptized. Maybe they can get baptized too. Thank you for coming this morning. All right. I tell you what, sing us another song. There's some more people need to come, and uh, you can either stay here or you can go back or either one you want to do. Okay, all right. And uh, I appreciate that move, and I appreciate God's saving grace. And uh, boy, I mean, you could. I know you could see like I could. You could see the joy in her face. You could see the Lord in her. Praise God. Now, let me, let me beg you to do this. You know, uh, she was a little hesitant to come. She's a little bit shy, I think, like I am. And uh, like I was, and I still am, but uh, sometimes people have a hard time believing that, but still true. Uh, but she said, I teach children, but still it's hard for me to get up in front of people. But God blessed her and took her through all that. And it was wonderful. Her testimony was wonderful. I saw a young lady get saved uh, uh, just recently and hardly said anything, just nodded. And it was still wonderful because you could feel the Lord in it. So we don't ask you to do anything you don't feel like doing. But whatever God's wanting you to do, we would encourage you to do that. I, I believe somebody else can get saved here this morning if they'll just obey the Lord and just come and pray. Sing when you're ready. Sing when you're ready. Please come. And if you need to rededicate your life, do that too. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Let God bless you and help you. Let God bless you. Let God help you. Just come. Come on, right now. Come on, let's pray. I declare, I just, it's just hard to stop this morning because somebody else needs to come. You know, let me tell you this. You know this already, but I need to say it. God is still giving us revival. I know our evangelist is not still here, but God's still here. God's still giving us revival. Well, I can feel revived this morning. God has something for all of us. If you're not getting 
something from God this morning, you can't. God wants to give you something. It's not God's fault if you're not getting it. You just need to open up your heart. Let God give it to you. Please obey the Lord. Bless your heart. God bless you, honey. Come on. Pray with this, sister. Somebody else needs to come. I appreciate that one coming. That blessed me. I bless that sister coming. That blesses my heart. Would there be another one? Somebody else is still needing to come. If you don't have Jesus, you're missing out on the best. You can have him. He wants you to have him. He wants to be with you, part of you. Please come. Obey the Lord. have a lot of things I'm going through with you know going through in life right. and I keep asking God to help me and yeah. today something just hit me and he said come to me child yeah, and I will help you through this yeah just, I need some peace and some happiness in my life for my family and I think God's going to be there with me amen thank the Lord boy that's powerful what a great testimony amen and well, I'll tell you, we need to obey God with everything God gives. We need to do it. And God has purpose in everything. God doesn't do anything for a bad reason. There's nothing bad about God. And God doesn't do anything just to be doing. Everything God does is purposeful. And I can't see it all the time. Sometimes, I'm honest, it's just, I know it's silly. Sometimes God will give me something to do, and I say, right now? Do you, God, do you really mean it? I mean, you know, nothing wrong with checking to make sure you doing right but I said God and if, but if, if God wants you to do something do it it's always in the right thing to do what God wants done you'll always be blessed and come out ahead by obeying the Lord okay anything else on anybody's heart I guess I've went far in the invitations I feel led to good invitation songs we appreciate it anybody else got something on your heart before we turn over for the announcements if not, be seated for just a minute, and we'll let the announcements go. Yeah. I don't know what I'll check it. Pastor appreciation will be on October the 16th. Okay. Okay. I'll let her know. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was supposed to take that down and I forgot. 
So um, they gave me a list of things to tell you, so these are extremely important. Pastor appreciation is next Sunday. Um, Brenda Hall is in charge of the food dinner part. If you have any questions, see her. We do need setup. We do need cleanup. Do we have church that night? Do we have church that night? Okay. I'll let him tell you that. Um, this is the directory. Time is running out. So if you want in this directory, you need to either submit a picture, and that will cost you $15, or you need to sign up and get your picture taken. And we're more than willing to sign you up. It takes probably five minutes to sign you up. So um, you get a free 8x10 and a free directory if you get your picture taken. If you submit a picture for $15, it will cost you $15 to get a directory. So it would be better for you just to sign up, get your picture taken. So uh, the next thing they want me to tell you is... There's a memory page. This is a really important, but there has been no pictures submitted for this. And I know, I know, I know we have people that we want on that memory page. So get that picture submitted. That costs you nothing to submit that picture. But any pictures that are submitted, you will not get back. So make sure it's a copy of a picture but make sure we get our people in there. That is the oak trees of our church. I want Peyton to look in that directory and say, who's that? And I'm gonna be able to tell her who that is and what they did for our church. So that is extremely important. Um, the um, deacons, we're just gonna take your picture off of the wall, but the preachers, we won't be able to do it today because we don't have our preachers here, but next Sunday, Heather will take a picture of the preachers, and she also will take a picture of all the babies. So make sure your babies are here, too. Um, so next Sunday, along with Pastor Appreciation, um, the youth are going to be going to Furry Tail Farms. And youth, adults, whoever wants to go can go. Um, basically, what we're going to do is... Um, whenever we see what time church is out and we're doing announcements, then at that point, we will leave an hour from that time. So um, if we get out of church at 12, then we'll leave at 1. If we get out at 1230, we'll leave at 130. So basically, when church is dismissed, if you're wanting to go to Furry Tail Farms, you're going to have an hour to go out in the fellowship hall and eat, and then we'll, we'll head out from there. So, and you will want to go at the same time we go. That way we can get the group rate, and you'll get a discounted price. So that's what it's all about, and fellowship hall, or fellowship hall, fellowship <laughs> um, with fun people. But um, so if you are a youth and you are fifth grade and under, it is going to be $5 um, for you to get in. If you are an older youth, 6th grade and up, and you would like to go, you're completely welcome to go. However, it'll be $15 for you to get in, and grandparents are free. So, like I said, everyone's welcome, so we're going to go do that next Sunday. Um, and if you haven't been in the past, it's in the Waynesfield area, and um, we can just kind of follow each other on over there. Um, the next thing is, is on... Um, Saturday the 22nd, the older youth, so 6th grade and up, we're going to be going to the Haunted Cornfield, and that is at the same location as 
um, Furry Tail Farms, and we're going to meet over there at 9 o'clock at night, and, and we'll all go in together, and it'll be a fun time. Um, if you're a young adult and you want to go, come on. It'll be fun. If, if, if you're middle-aged, it don't really matter what age you are. If you want to go for a scary time, we're meeting um, on the 22nd. So there's that, and then on... Um, it's the last Sunday of the month, the 29th, cool. 30th, 30th, Sunday the 30th, we're going to be having trunk or treat after our evening service, so um, prepare for that. We have a piano and an organ out in the fellowship hall that we need to give away to some lucky person. Um, the disclaimer is the organ doesn't work. So if you need to fill a corner in your living room, um, a corner in your man cave and tell somebody used to play with the Rolling Stones and that's the organ I used, you're welcome to it. Uh, the piano has all good keys except one. It sticks a little bit, but we would like to move them out. So. If you know someone that can use the piano, is interested in it, or a place we could donate it to, um, just let us know. Or uh, if you know somebody that parks their pickup truck close to the door, we'll load it up one day during service. And they can take it home. that anything else it's great to be in church this morning thank God for everybody's come thank God that he was here let's pray much come back tonight at six o'clock if you can uh, come Wednesday night at seven o'clock if you can come next Sunday if you can uh, but let's really be praying uh, God's moving he's speaking to people let's let me sort of paraphrase one of the verses in the Bible. Let's forget a lot of things that are behind and press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus our Lord. Don't let anything sidetrack you or hinder you that's in the past, but look to the Lord Jesus Christ and let's press on ahead and let's get the, the good things that God's wanting to give us. Let's let him give them to us. If nothing else, we'll ask everybody to see the stand. Ask Brother Jay to pray a dismissal.